0: Greetings in the name of our wonderful Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. This devotional is titled, Lay Your Treasures Up in Heaven. One day I went into a convenience store to buy some coffee. As I opened my wallet to make the purchase, the gal behind the counter in a very flirtatious, flirtatious way said to me, you got the money, you might as well use it to have some fun because you can't take it with you. I responded by saying, yes, you can't take it with you but you can send it on ahead. She then looked at me like I was drinking something stronger than coffee. I asked her, are you familiar with the Bible? She said, no. So I said, well, the Bible, in the Bible, Jesus said, lay your treasure up in heaven. You can't take it with you, but when you use it for God's glory, you are laying up your treasure in heaven and in effect, sending it on ahead. Instant conviction came over her, as was obvious in her countenance. She wasn't expecting this. She gave me my change back and said, you really got me on that one. Yes, the Lord really got her on that one. And frankly, he gets a lot of people right here at Matthew six nineteen through 21. Jesus says there, Matthew six nineteen, do not lay up for yourselves treasures on earth where moth and rust destroy and where thieves break in and steal. The Jewish leaders had a fascination with material wealth. They were known to say, whom the Lord loves, he makes rich. At core, they had a heart problem. They were lovers of money and not lovers of God, Luke sixteen fourteen and 15. Jesus is addressing a heart issue that puts money or materialism before God. The problem with laying up for yourself treasures on earth is that they are not secure. They are not safe. They don't last. Part of the human problem is that we tend to fall in love with stuff, The Bible is full of examples of the peril of putting wealth or materialism before God, which really amounts to a form of idolatry. People, including God's people, often struggle with having the right attitude towards money and material wealth. It's so hard because in this world, riches can buy you things. It gains access. It gains respect. It's a means of power. It's a means of getting stuff, etc. So the pull of riches is strong And many Americans have special temptations and struggles here because we live in a context of great affluency in comparison to most of the rest of the world. When Jesus says to not lay up for yourselves treasures on earth, he is dealing with a heart attitude, that is, with a mindset. The key word in verse 19 is yourselves. When the entire goal of laying up treasures has self in view, there is a problem. The Greek more literally says, do not treasure for yourself treasures on earth. Again, the issue is one of heart attitude, the treasures of treasures for self. This is loving treasures for self's sake. John MacArthur says, quote, it is right to provide for our families to make reasonable plans for the future, to make wise investments, to have money to carry on a business, give to the poor and support the Lord's work. It is being dishonest, greedy, covetous, stingy and miserly about possessions that is wrong. To honestly earn, save and give is wise and good. To hoard and spend only on ourselves not only is unwise but sinful." End quote. Jesus continues, Matthew 6:20, "But lay up for yourselves treasures in heaven where neither moth nor rust destroys and where thieves do not break in and steal." Instead of focusing on laying up treasure for self on earth, make it your goal to lay up for yourselves treasures in heaven. Treasures here are not safe, secure, or lasting, but they are in heaven. Treasures in heaven do not rot or rust, and no one will ever steal it. This makes total spiritual sense. Why would we focus on earthly treasures that are so insecure and not focus on laying up treasure in heaven? which is completely secure for all eternity. Many professing Christians want to have it both ways. They want some treasure for self here. And then, of course, in the end, they want some on the other end too. Interestingly, Christ doesn't give us this third option. Christ goes on to emphasize in the following verses that you really can't have a heart that wants it both ways. You can only be all in in one direction or the other either towards God or materialism. When someone dies, the question is often raised, how much did they leave behind? And the answer is always, everything. Just everything. William MacDonald says, quote, This teaching forces us to decide whether Jesus meant what he said. If he did, then we face the question, what are we going to do with our earthly treasures? If he didn't, then we face the question, what are we going to do with our Bible? End of quote. William MacDonald. There is a difference in how saved people go to heaven. Those who have been faithful as good stewards will experience a grand entrance, what Peter calls an abundant entrance into the eternal kingdom, 2 Peter 1.11. But for those who have not been good stewards, there is such a thing as losing your reward and being ashamed when we meet the Lord, as seen in 1 John 2.28 and 2 John 8. Be wise. Listen to Jesus. Lay up for yourselves treasures in heaven. That's where it's at. That's where the future is at. Invest wisely in light of eternity. And then Jesus states this abiding principle, Matthew 6, 21, where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. Notice Jesus didn't say, where your heart is, there your treasure will be also. He stated it in the sense that your heart follows your treasure. Where your true treasure is at, that is what is really precious and valuable to you, that is where your heart will be found. People that live for themselves, people that live for stuff, people that live for fun, it's abundantly clear where their true treasure is found. It's in the things of this life. They treasure these things and that is where their heart is really at. People that never have time to serve the body of Christ, never give sacrificially, never take much interest in the things of God, reveal the condition of their heart. In reality, they don't have treasure in heaven because it is obvious their heart is not there. Show me your treasure and I'll show you your heart. It's good to take inventory. Where is my heart really at? What do I really treasure? What are my priorities? What do I really value? If you want to be brutally honest with yourself, take a look at your checkbook. Take a look at your calendar. Take a look at the commitments and priorities of your life. What on earth are you doing for heaven's sake? What do you really treasure? Ed Glasscock says, the reality is that one will set his affections and design on those things that are most valuable to him. If one perceives earthly goods as a treasure, then his heart will focus on those things. End quote. Sometimes people complain about serious Christians as being so heavenly-minded. They're no earthly good! Really, that is backwards. In order to be really earthly good, you have to be heavenly-minded. C.S. Lewis said, quote, If you read history you will find that the Christians who did the most for this present world were precisely those who thought the most of the next. It's since Christians have largely ceased to think of the other world that they have become so ineffective in this one. Colossians 3.2 Set your mind on things above, not on things on the earth. Lord, indeed, help us to uh, keep the proper focus, and it is a battle. There's so much distraction as we walk through this world, but Lord, help us to keep our mind on things above. Help us to lay our treasures up in heaven. Lord, where our, where our treasure is, there our heart will be also, and so, Lord, I pray that uh, we would have the right perspective. Uh, indeed, our treasure would be in heaven, and that's where our heart would be also, Lord, again, we thank you for your word. May it have its way in our lives. I pray in Jesus' name, amen.